Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Can I please remain anonymous on this one? This is how the email starts. I don't even know where to start. I am a six, I am 61 years old and my husband is 62 and we have been married for six years. And in the beginning, things were great. But at the year, as the years went by, according to him, things just started going wrong. He started mixing with guys half his age. So if he's 62, it means he started hanging out with guys who are in their 30s. She continues to say he started mixing with guys half his age and would bad mouth me so he could look good to everyone. Being the narcissist that he is, he would always insult me, call me names, and never has anything good to say about me. He never wants to discuss issues relating to our marriage and avoids such topics whenever I bring it up. I'm a person who likes to address our issues, but he would rather put all the blame on me because he feels that he has done nothing wrong and is always, always right. He is also a liar, by the way, who would rather live in his world than be confronted with the truth. Whenever the problem, whenever a problem arises, he runs to another woman. He says that I am an, an ungrateful person and yet it is the same ungrateful person who gets his clothes ready for church, polishes his, his shoes, cooks before leaving for church all his favorite meals, by the way, puts his socks in his shoes and even puts a handkerchief in his jacket pocket. I found out he was cheating on me with a much younger person. When I confronted him about it, he first denied it. Then later, he admitted that he did. He has done this to his ex-wives. I really didn't know didn't I really didn't know what made me think that I was different in any way. Nevertheless, after all these years, he says um, we are not compatible and uh, even involved our landlord in this discussion. So now the landlord is involved in this issue. My landlord asked him if he loves me and he says, I don't love her. I don't need her. I don't want her. While I was standing there the whole time. The very next day he denies it and says to me he never said it. The landlord also asked him to stop with his cheating which he promised to, after a couple of days, I moved out of the house because the hurt was too much to bear. He then suggested that we have a six-month separation without contact or communication. We attend the same congregation in church. He will make as if he doesn't know me and he does not even greet me. So I stopped going to that congregation. I have taken the initiative to call him, to which he does not answer. I've sent him WhatsApp messages and he does not respond. I suggested we get a divorce. He refuses. I really need your advice as this situation is tearing me up because I really love my husband, but I have given him too many chances. And at the same time, I don't want to be going on living a lie with someone that thinks I'm just a doormat. It's 20 minutes past 10 o'clock and we've got a very long letter that is layered. And that's where May Claudine comes in. Hello, Mama. Okay. Hey, happy. Happy. <laughs> Compliments of the new season, Ma. 
Oh, compliment. Yes, please. Oh, my word. You sound so happy <laughs> and so refreshed. I, <laughs> it I'm must, very refreshed. It must have been a good festive season, Mama. Very much so. Yo, with another book launch and all. Oh, yes. Mama. Congratulations <laughs> once again for that. Thank you. Ma, Thank you. we've got a very long letter and a very oh. layered letter. There are just yes. so many things in each paragraph and you can tell that anonymous took her time to write this to us so this is where you come in ma how do you advise anonymous she says i really need your advice as this situation is tearing me up because i really love my husband but i have given him too many chances and at the same time i don't want to go on living a lie or with someone that thinks i'm just a doormat Mm. Mm. Yes. Uh, yo, anonymous. Your letter cut me eye. Yeah. So sure, it's very, it's very hurting. But thank you nonetheless for the letter. Um, it tore me apart. Yes, but I'm, I've I've been looking at this um, phenomenon. It seems to relate to many relationships, but this one in particular, at the core. I hear a very broken man mm. trying to heal himself. Unfortunately, there are many casualties along the way. Think of all those women that he has left behind. Yeah. Or even other associations that we don't know about. And I wonder if there are any children in this mix. Mm. But Anonymous, your husband seems to be experiencing a perpetual midlife crisis which feeds a certain need in him but because i said he doesn't look okay he doesn't sound okay by definition a midlife crisis is a social phenomenon where a man starts to feel a dissatisfaction about transitioning from the first part of their adult life mm. into middle age and then the latter life. And it happens around the ages of 40 to 60. Oh. Yes. It's a more social phenomenon than a specific mental illness. Let's not diagnose him now. Yeah. It's something social, yes. During this period, it's common for people to look back on things they may have planned and didn't achieve. When you see your peers succeed in ways that might make you feel inadequate or as if you aren't living to your full potential. So as people, we mourn such things. So in order not to trivialize the crisis and minimize it to, because we know midlife crisis as no he started dating younger girls buying sports cars Mm. dressing younger than their age or even hanging out with people have their age there are there are other factors to to think about factors that are more serious but seldom mentioned for instance uh, an unhappy relationship. Mm. When this person is in an unhappy relationship, you know, you find 
the relationship satisfaction dips as people approach middle age. Yeah. So they get unhappy and they tend to look elsewhere. Changes in hormonal levels where you find a, a decline in testosterone. Mm. Yes. Uh, it declines with age and it can change the way a man thinks or feels to cause behaviors associated with midlife crisis. And what about the public messages about aging? You know, marketing, mm. those marketing messages that make the process of growing older to feel less glamorous, they may affect your self-esteem. So men will buy faster cars or dress in tighter pants, mm. you know, because they're trying to compensate. And financial concerns, we know that midlife is the peak of a person's earning potential. And therefore, it may put him in a corner and cause financial concerns. And the emptiness nest syndrome, that's when children leave home. Yeah. And the parents suffer feelings of grief and difficulty in adjusting, particularly women. By the way, women are involved in mm. it. It's just that you are talking about the men. Now, the other one is that I looked at that might be explained. The foundation of this relationship. It's good to know what caused the breakup of the former relationship. Yes. When you meet somebody, <clears throat> it's advisable to want to know what made your former relationship break, particularly at that age, mid-50s. So they got married in their 50s, and most times people are set in their ways. And half the time, mm. what broke the first relationship will break the other one. Mm. And from listening, mm. of course, it's one-sided, but the men sound stubborn, and the women sound negotiable. Mm. What stands out is the level of abuse leveled at this woman, particularly the emotional abuse. Yeah. The question is, uh, Anonymous, do you see yourself as an enabler? Him openly saying, I don't love her, I don't need her, I don't want her. Should have communicated something at that moment. Yeah. So please learn to believe people the first time when they tell you the truth. Don't go and reason what was said. Believe them. And ask yourself, why is he refusing divorce? You might be the doting parent mm. that they need. Because there it is you are mentioning, you dress him up, you iron for him, you clean your shoes. And the next thing, he doesn't know you. So, truth be told, you can't make somebody love you by tolerating abuse. And you can never change what you tolerate. So, in all this abuse, there's a lot of gaslighting also. Yeah. Where he says things and he denies mm -hmm. the next moment mm -hmm. that he ever said them. But every behavior is learned, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. But in this man, I see a lot of denial where he passes the buck by blaming the wife. He avoids the truth. 
when he's called to order, he jumps ship. Hmm. Question is, how many times will he jump? And the six-month breakup that he has suggested anonymous, how sure are you that he will not get married in that time? Yeah. And I am not suggesting anything because a lot of what you have said, Anonymous, you have self-diagnosed. You have seen a narcissist, a narcissist. You have seen an abuser. You have seen many things that we haven't said already. Mm. But you have diagnosed them and you say you are in a fix. You don't know what to do. The truth is we cannot advise you on what to do. The truth is before you and you have to act as such. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good luck, Anonymous, as you take the reins. You said you are at your wit's end. You need advice. You have given yourself advice, really, mm. because you diagnosed this man a long time ago. Hmm. Mama. Yeah. Let's leave it right there. Thank you so much for your wise words. We can always rely on you, Mama, to be the voice of reason. Radio 2000 Podcast.